Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your own reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. Now, this video and podcast is about being copied, being ripped off, people imitating you, nicking your shit, uh, setting up in competition against you, uh, literally ripping you off word for word. Everything that you seem to do, they seem to do, like the parrot and how to deal with it. So one of my mentors years ago said something to me, which I found very profound. And that was, they can copy what you do, but they can't copy who you are. They can copy what you do, but they can't copy who you are. And no one can copy who you are. So if you feel like you're getting copied, ripped off, etc., here are some suggestions. Now, I'm going to try and give you a balanced point of view, which means if you ever have been copied or ripped off or someone set up in competition, you're not necessarily going to like some of the things that I'm about to tell you. I'll make it short, but it's really important. So let's start with that and get that out of the way, and then we'll move on to the positive. So um, if you are pissed off about someone copying you or ripping you off, remember that you've done it too. Uh, because how do you learn? Children learn by imitation. Osmosis, they observe and copy. And I know for a fact, every single person who's watching this and listening on the podcast, who is pissed at being copied, has copied. Uh, I have had staff leave and set up in competition. I have had trainers leave and set up in competition. I have people who promised me to my face 15 or 20 times, I'm never going to set up in competition. I'm never going to set up in competition. I don't want to set up in competition. I don't want a training business. I'm never going to set up in competition and then go and set up progressing property or unlimiting success or robmores.com, like blatantly. And it pisses me off. And then I remember hmm, when I was employed in 2006, uh, I had a boss and I was working with Mark. We were both employees at the time. And whilst I had very good reasons and, and gave my business, my um, boss every chance to develop a new business model with me, uh, I left and took Mark with me and set up Progressive Property. And that would have pissed him off. Uh, and whilst I believe it was fair and reasonable and I did it in a reasonable way, um, he would see things very differently. Uh, and uh, I've modelled a lot of, say, the Americans and I've been on many courses and read many books and used many quotes that are from other speakers and influencers. Now, I have a rule now, which is to always quote them. Uh, or if I can't remember who said it, at least say that it wasn't me. Because there was this famous case recently with Jay Shetty, wasn't there, where he got outed by Nicole Arbour. And um, she gave some compelling evidence to look like he was doing a lot of ripping off. Now, I don't know him. I know Nicole. I don't know him. And I'm not going to judge. I'm just saying if he'd have quoted everyone when he gave, created those um, sound bites, then of course it would be fine. 
So, you know, if you are going to copy people, quote, uh, and we're all modeling each other. And so when you feel pissed that you've been copied, uh, you've copied. You have. There's a few people saying on the video, you've got no sound, which is really weird because um, unless it's I'm holding on the microphone. How's that? Is that better? I wonder if I had my finger over the microphone. Um, So the next thing is quite a few people have got sound. If you've been copied, then that is flattery because imitation is the best form of flattery. So it pisses you off, but it's flattery because it means you're reaching more people. You're doing good work and people honor you enough to want to uh, model you uh, and they respect what you do. Now, I know people say that, oh, imitation is the best form of flattery and it still pisses you off. But it is true. And always remember that. Third thing is, would you rather they're copying you or copying someone else? Tell me. So put it in, in the comments. I want to honestly know um, because I might, you might not have the same viewpoint as me. But would you rather people copy you or someone else? Because personally, I'd rather be the one that they're modeling. I'd rather be the one that they're aspiring to be. I'd rather be the one that people can go, oh, look, they're copying Rob. Oh, they're clearly copying Rob. You know, when people copy you and you perceive that that's costing you, it's also gaining you because, yeah, okay, one person might go to them feeling like they're the originator of the content. But someone else will go, oh, you're just copying Rob. Oh, Rob says that. Oh, Rob does that. So they're actually your little mini affiliates and mini salespeople and actually doing your brand a lot of good. And I would say many. Well, I know for a fact I was going to say most, many, maybe even half of the property training providers in the UK have been mentored by me, trained by me or my companies. So let me ask you this. Would you rather have trained half the competition or not trained half the competition? Please let me know in the comments. Would you rather have trained them or someone else trained them or them, they learn themselves? Because if someone says to me, oh, Rob, this provider and that provider, and I'm researching you versus them, and I could say, yeah, I know them. I trained them in 2009. Oh, yeah, I know them. I mentored them in 2011. It's like you borrow all their credibility and leverage because you're like the mentor to the mentors. You are the Yoda to the Luke Skywalker. Would you rather be that or not? You tell me. When you get copied, you also get shared. You also go viral. Hmm. So next thing then is um, some things to think about if you get copied. So some upsides are if you get copied, it's a um, feedback that you are doing well. If you get copied and people start to do what you do, then you should take the challenge to reinvent yourself. And I'll give you an example of this. Um, We kind of reinvented, disrupted uh, in the Black Friday offer in the property training space. So what, four, five years ago, we did a special Black Friday uh, for property courses. No one was doing it. No one. I didn't know any course provider that was doing it. Now, did I design Black Friday? No. So am I saying, look at me, I am the, the pure creator of this. You know, some people say there are no new ideas under the sun. Now, I don't believe that because I think you can hybridize and fuse ideas to become something new. But actually, out of the bolt new, there's not that many. There are, of course, some, but not many. So did I design Black Friday? No. Was I making out that I did? No. Did I innovate in the property training space, Black Friday? Yes. Did I model a company? And well, yeah, I did because Black Friday exists. Um, so we did this thing where I, I said, make me an offer on my courses. Because uh, I didn't want to publish the big discounts and demean out the value of our courses. Uh, and it took our competitors two or three years to catch up on that. Uh, and now uh, many of our competitors on Black Friday um, did make me an offer based on modeling me. And I taught some of them uh, and then some of them just copied. So what have I got to do? I've got to do something better for Black Friday next year. 
I've got to make sure that I reinvent it. Maybe I create a special unique course only for Black Friday or I do a different way of, 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 of pay, payment that's not make, an, make me an offer. And by the way, the ones that did make me an offer this year, they did it wrong. So this is the next thing as well. When people copy you, they're copying where you were, not where you are. Because if you're doing something now, you probably had the idea a year ago or two years ago. And this is the mistake a lot of people make. And I probably shouldn't say this because I probably should let them carry on. But a lot of my competitors and people I've trained who are copying me, they're copying stuff I decided or did seven years ago or five years ago. They're copying me at the wrong time or um, they're copying me now, but they're not ready now. So I know one competitor who set up a big, bought a big office like ours, set it up like ours, does multiple courses like ours. But it took us seven years to do that. He's copying the wrong things at the wrong time, which is going to be dangerous for him. So uh, often they're copying a lag or they're copying something current, but they're not ready. And they're probably going to cost themselves copying uh, in that moment. But people copying me force me to reinvent myself, disrupt myself, challenge myself, get better, do something innovative and keep being innovative and keep being progressive and keep being the trailblazer in my industry and my market. And do you know what? That's good. Now, of course, it pisses you off. I, I, you know, it's a test of your um, ego and emotions. Of course, it's going to get you from time to time, especially when it's blatant. Um, but without that, you probably wouldn't force yourself to innovate, disrupt uh, you would probably just do the same thing over and over and it probably wouldn't be a great service to your clients. You know, free markets and competition in a marketplace forces innovation. So you're probably not going to be as energetic and committed to innovate unless you're being copied, which forces you to go one stage further, one stage further. So the next thing is if it gets a bit tricky where it's a bit legal or, you know, there's a bit of defamation in there or there's trademark issues. I'll give you an example. Um, I have a podcast, A Disruptive Entrepreneur. This will go on the Caffeine Cast edition. You probably know that podcast. And someone was sending me pretty nasty, threatening legal letters going, um, you cannot use the word disruptive entrepreneur. We own um, disruptive design. Uh, you can't use it. And I was like, wait a minute. Surely disruptive design don't own the word entrepreneur and own the words disruptive entrepreneur. That can't be right. Uh, 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 I'm not accepting that. So I went, I got my outsourcer researcher, general legend, who's been with me for, what, 12, 15 years. And I said, check into some, some trademark law, will you? That can't be right. Um, and, and, and why don't we look at see if we can trademark disruptive entrepreneur? So anyway, long story short, we got a letter back and we have trademarked disruptive entrepreneur. It is a trademark. So, um, I mean, I didn't reply back or you know, get on my high horse or cocky about it. Well, I've done a couple of little videos about it just for, for therapy and catharsis. But thank you for questioning my trademark and what I can use to force me and go and create my own trademark that now no one can use because I legally own it. And so they served me in that regard. So I hope you found this useful. Let me just summarize. If they're copying you, you're doing the right things. You're getting out there enough. Remember, you copied people. So don't act like a child or get emotional about it. Be, you know, be honored about it. Imitation is the best form of flattery. It forces you to innovate, to grow, to create, to disrupt. They're copying the wrong you at the wrong time where you were or um, they're copying you now, but they're not ready because they're not sort of level with you, if you like. Uh, and. Yeah, it's a test of your emotional mastery. It's a test of how well you can handle all the things that are thrown as you, at you as you grow as an entrepreneur. Because believe me, everything will get thrown at you as you grow as an entrepreneur. And the more you can handle, the more you can grow, the more you are ready for the next level. And the next level is more money, more followers, more fans, more reach, more impact and more exposure. So thanks for tuning in. And if you're not subscribed to The Disruptive Entrepreneur, I'm pointing at my Zoom H1 because I'm recording it for a podcast, a caffeine cast. Make sure you subscribe. We, we do three episodes a week now. We're coming up to our 500th episode and we're doing a special, a massive anniversary for that on the podcast. 
I've got amazing guests. I'm interviewing David Lloyd, you know, the massive gym owner tomorrow. We've got some huge guests coming up. So we're doing great things on the podcast too. So thanks for tuning in. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.